listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. And now, here are tonight's hosts, KC and SSF1991. Good evening everyone and welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega.net. We play the best Sega music 24-7 and tonight we're back with another episode of the Sega Lounge. I'm KC, I'm uh, here from Portugal, not live exactly, uh, we're pre-recording this, uh, actually it's 4am my time, so if last week we were doing this at I think 2am my time, right Tony? Uh, this week... I'm being even crazier with recording this. Uh, <laughs> on the other side of the pond, we have my good friend, Donny. Hello. Oh, hi. Why are oh, you so late? <laughs> yes. Uh, don't complain. Damn you. Who's complaining? Who's complaining, man? Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, son. Like... <laughs> Okay, and yeah, so uh, we have a, a great show for you tonight, because joining us tonight, uh, or this morning, I don't even know anymore, but yes, uh, <laughs> we have uh, our good friend Tyler Esposito, uh, aka the man behind the second channel. Hello, Tyler. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight for uh, some awesome times. Talking about Sega. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be great. Well, uh, as usual, you can interact with us, although this isn't a live show tonight. We're uh, recording this uh, right now, and you're probably listening to us. Thank you. Hello. Uh, but <laughs> we're not exactly live. That doesn't mean you can't interact with us during the show. So you can mention at Radio Sega on Twitter while you're listening to the Sega Lounge and let us know your uh, comments, your feelings on the show, what you're thinking about, uh, what your uh, worries are. Let us know. We like to hear from you. Uh, we love our listeners, don't we, Donny? Yes, yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. So much so, so <laughs> much so that we're, we're pre-recording this so none of you get to have any say in what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We love our listeners, but we love Donnie even more. Donnie. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> of course, if you want to uh, join uh, whoever is in the IRC chat room, as the show is airing right now, you can uh, go to radiosega.net forward slash community forward slash chat, and you're in. Just don't forget to change your nickname so everyone knows who you are and maybe we can join you uh, I don't know I don't know if I'm, I'll be there when the show uh, is airing tomorrow is it tomorrow? is it today? I'm not really sure I'm, I I'm think, kind of yeah I think it was tomorrow for me it's tomorrow for me it's <laughs> not it's today for you <laughs> yeah is, yeah. is uh, this real life or is this just fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> Caught in a, in a landslide. No escape from I reality. I don't know. Go ask Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <clears throat> yes. Uh, 
or of course if you want to open your preferred IRC client you can do that as well and just access irc.surrealchat.net and our chat room is hash radio sega so there's that don't forget you can let us know what you're thinking about the show well uh, the first thing we do every week on the sega lounge is of course to a, a quick news roundup of the week in a segment we like to call Donnie's News Corner. So, Donnie, take it away. Woo. So, hey, guess what? There's only two <laughs> things to talk about again this week. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Although, to be fair, unlike last week, these are some pretty big uh, things that have come out. Um, one of which is actually uh, more developments in the aspect of Sonic Boom, because who doesn't want more Sonic Boom news, right? But, uh, Boom. Yep. <laughs> uh I guess the I, this is none other than the first thing we actually do have to talk about too as well. Um, Sonic Boom apparently has an Archie comic adaptation confirmed. Um, we mm. I think this was speculated for a good while now that there was going to be a uh, comic adaptation of Sonic Boom, the Sonic Boom universe. But as it turns out, Archie uh, Archie themselves, Archie Comics, and Ian Flynn as well have confirmed that there will be a comic adaptation. In fact, to be more exact, there will be a separate series of comics, uh, a separate universe of sorts, for the Sonic Boom uh, timeline. And Archie Comics is going to be handling it, and they're going to be, uh, you know, plenty of buff knuckles to go around, so. Buff knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense that Archie, you know, I don't think Archie will ever lose the Sonic franchise. That's uh, exactly. something they can't afford to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it, I'm. I'm glad that they're keeping it because they're doing a really good job with the comics lately. So, I mean, I, I, the way they are so well written is just amazing. That's cool. I, I honestly haven't read in years, but um, um, I was definitely big on it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense. One of those, since they're they're one of those making where I will like I will cross and see them in the uh, you know comic book store, or I'll just. I'll see new ones on the stand, and I'll I'll pick them up and be like, "Do I want to get back into this?" And then I ultimately say no, but I'm always very curious. I'm always very interested. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it but, makes sense that that they're doing this because they're doing the TV series, the the, the cartoon series, the video games, the merchandise merchandising. Uh, the comic series is actually. Um, a logical step for them to explore the Sonic Boom uh, license, I think. That's Indeed. good. Yeah. But okay. where there is where there is good news, there's always that one bit where there's bad news. <laughs> and in the case of the second story, we do have some bad news. Unfortunately, for those who are wondering. Every almost every uh, time there's a new console, Sega always ports over, you know, uh, some of their games like the original trilogy of Sonic games and stuff like that. But when the Wii U came out, we haven't actually seen any any of those. Uh, the 3DS Virtual Console got some. The original Wii Virtual Console got some. But the Wii U Virtual Console doesn't have any at all. And as it turns out, Sega has revealed the other day, I do believe. That there are no plans for any uh, of their games to be ported over to the Wii U Virtual Console. So, oh. unfortunately, the Wii U Virtual Console will be uh, Segaless, I guess you could say, for a while. But That's really unfortunate. It is. 
But at the same time, it means any the money that they would put towards putting those games over to the Wii U Virtual Console, they can put that money towards their next, you know, main Sonic game or something. So that's where true. there's a will, there's a way. So who knows? <laughs> Maybe know they is... can they can use that money to uh, bring some of those Japanese exclusive games to the West. <laughs> I'm, just <laughs> Yay, I'm just Drift kidding. Yay, Sonic Drift coming soon to the way. <laughs> <laughs> they should put out a compilation disc, like a retail disc, on the Wii U of like classic games. Yeah, yeah. That I would, would love nice. for if they put up. You know what they should do is they should put out the remade Sonic One and, and Two and put them on the Wii U Virtual Console. That would be really cool. But yeah, I, I wouldn't expect that. So it's really no, hard to. It's really hard to understand, um, you know, how Sega thinks these days. You, you yeah. never know exactly what Sega is going to do. So. We just have to wonder <laughs> what, what's going to happen next. Yeah, and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, but I, th yeah. I think that if, if the, the Virtual Console um, uh, is successful on the Wii U, and if Nintendo has enough demand for, for games on the Virtual Console, uh, I think Sega will jump on that. Uh, on that train as well eventually even if it's not right away but I think they'll think about I mean, it later you think they'd at least do Sonic or some of the really really popular titles I mean you, you think it doesn't cost that much to, to like you know port, port it over transfer it over and they'd be making so much money on some of those those um, stellar titles that sell all the time yeah that, that's why I'm yeah. saying they'll eventually jump on that <laughs> If they, yeah. if there's money involved, I think they won't uh, pass mm -hmm. up on that opportunity. Yeah, I think, yeah, as you said, I think it's easy enough to to do, at least for from my point of view, and it's actually easy money. So why not? Watch they uh, they decide to come out their first virtual console game on the Wii U. Awesome possum on the Super <laughs> 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 no, no. Better, uh, better yet, it's Sonic 06. <laughs> yeah. It's the most requested game of all time. It's Sonic 06. Definitely. That it's a brand new crossover game featuring Sonic 06 and Awesome Possum. <laughs> that would Sonic be amazing. O Sonic 06 2. It's no use harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Followed by Alan Genesis. Yep. <laughs> I, th I think awesome. they should make a new Sonic 06, but just reverse the numbers, make it Sonic 60, have it be a period, a period game taking place in 1960 with Sonic. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Groovy man. Be like Austin Powers. Sonic it's no Power. use, man. <laughs> oh they, my. They do have Sonic 60. It's called the Special Sages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially the, the Sonic Lost World ones. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that that's kind of uh, yeah. Uh, Why do they make the special stages always psychedelic anyway? I don't know. I don't know. That's anyway. a good question. I wonder who you know had that first idea and what they were smoking. <laughs> uh, uh, Janis Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, one more thing I'd like to add to the news. Uh, Sega announced they'll be in... Oh, yeah. uh, what's it called? The San Diego Comic Con? Is it? I yeah. think so. 
And yes. uh, not only will they be there, but also Archie Comics and Ken Penders. Oh. Everyone loves Ken Penders. Here, folks. Uh, nothing awkward to see here at all. Just all three parties that were involved in lawsuits and stuff coming <laughs> together for a moment of happy times and goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this will yeah. go well. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, Teenage characters, female characters in bikinis and stuff. Wait, when? Did, when that, that's what, what Ken Penders is wanting to to do with the characters he owns. Actually, I think, <laughs> isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, so uh. Um, yeah, Sega will be <laughs> at at the San Diego uh. Comic Con from uh, July twenty fourth to July twenty seventh. So yeah, and they'll be showing off their games like uh, Hatsune Miku Projective F Second, <laughs> and yeah, um, which is nice. It's nice. Uh, there's Sonic Boom as well on the Wii U and uh, the Nintendo 3DS. There's Alien Isolation, and mm. I think that's about it. So it's basically the E3 lineup, right? Yep, it's yeah. essentially what we uh, saw at E3, except this time now fans will be able to play Sonic Boom for the first time instead of uh, media people like that was the case in E3. So finally, you know, regular everyday fans have a chance to play this game yeah. and, uh, you know, enjoy more buff knuckles. So <laughs> oh Seriously, there's a, there's a comic image of Knuckles just like, it's like he's doing a Leroy Jenkins on top of a robot. And the way his face looks is like, what is he doing? <laughs> that doesn't look awkward at all. Questionable. Well, mm. Yeah, it's quite questionable. <laughs> but then again, Amy's uh, faces and expressions have been more questionable. In fact, they've been <laughs> more questionable out of knuck everything Knuckles and Tails have made combined. So <laughs> I need to say, I do not want to know what Amy's thinking, and I sure hope it isn't what I'm thinking It's uh, she's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Perverts. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys? What do you, what do you guys think the odds are of uh, Sega including like a remastered, redone version of the Sonic Boom theme song from the Sega CD game? Um, didn't they actually redo Sonic Boom for uh, Sonic CD's 20th anniversary? They, I don't I think, think they own the the lyric, the rights to the lyrics anymore, do they? Oh, that's nope. right. I think you're right. There's that that, that small issue with the lyrics. So they... No, they, they they redid the song with Crush 40 and Cash Cash a few years ago. Because remember when... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, there's, there's that version, yes. Yeah, but from I the, the, the was, it, was it in a retail release. release, or was it like just on a live performance? Because No, it, it was, was a retail a... release, yeah. The Sonic yeah, CD soundtrack, official soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, we do have that on, on Radio Sega. Uh, but yeah, I don't think the... Um, there, there's something related to using the lyrics um, or the song with the lyrics in a video game, apparently. I, so I they probably can release it on a, on a CD, but they can't release that. They can't use the song with the added lyrics on a video game. That's why the. Yeah, um, I think uh, the original, the uh, recent, you know, redo. Um, yeah, the Textman version. Yeah, the new version of the game, uh, the uh, virtual consoles and whatnot, um, didn't have the original song. I think they just exactly. used the Japanese version, right? The uh, 
Uh, I, don't, I don't think they, they have yet. the rights to uh, the lyrics of the Japanese uh, song either. Oh, actually. man. <laughs> no, I, 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 think, I, think it, I think it's just the Japanese version. They didn't have the... Is it just, their, just the Japanese one? Yeah, because remember when yeah. they did have uh, Tutu Sonic Warrior in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform, but not the lyrics, just the song. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's I think it's the Japanese version you guys are thinking about when it comes to the the uh, YouTube copyright strike. Wait, the, uh, <laughs> the content ID. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps, but I don't know. It would be nice if they reused uh, Sonic Boom, but I don't think it's likely though. They're trying yeah, to move away from the original Sonic uh, branch of the universe. So yeah, but I'm man, sure. we love the fan service. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Fan- no, I, I'd say that I'd say that's the new Smash Brothers game has even more fan service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it will. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sonic, Mario, Mega Man, and Pac-Man all in the same game. What's not to like? Did uh, they announce exactly. Pac-Man? Yeah, did, they did, did I announce to- Pac-Man. I totally, I totally missed that. That's awesome. They, yeah, they, they announced did. Pac-Man uh, during E3. Okay. Yeah. I, exactly. Yeah. I'm bad. I really didn't. I kind of skimmed over E3. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really. You're all them. about the retro. Yeah, you know it, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think that will do it for uh, this week's news, right, Tony? Uh, yep. There's there wasn't a whole whole lot to discuss. I mean, yeah. Most of the what we found out came out last night. So, in fact, so yeah. it was a, a really good night. Perhaps. Oh. I don't know. (laughs) This came out wrong, though. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) as usual. As usual. Okay, so I think it's time we do a short Mm. musical break. So, as usual, every week on the Sega Lounge, our guests pick uh, the soundtrack, (laughs) the, the songs that get played during the show. So, this week, we asked Tyler to choose a few songs from Sega games. Uh, he picked a few, a couple of non exactly, non exactly Sega games, but per se not. We, we usually play uh, only Sega developed or published uh, soundtracks or soundtracks to those games. But since you're a nice guy, uh, and uh, last week we opened an exception for our guests, so I thought why not open an exception for you? Well, and thank so you. We'll yeah, be playing those as well. Uh, we'll be starting with uh, Batman Returns, uh, the Mega CD version, and Into the Sewers, which is actually the um, the driving soundtrack, I think, right? This yeah, one. this is the this is like the uh, fourth driving stage in the game, and uh, for some reason, this tune always really like as a kid, it really excited me. I don't know why. Even back as, when I was a kid, I loved this song so. Um, yeah, definitely that's why I picked it. Okay, makes sense. And then we have uh, one of those uh, not exactly not exactly Sega tunes uh, from the Mega Drive or um, Genesis, yes, version of Ghostbusters. Uh, we'll play the apartment tune as well. So anything you'd like to say about that, Teller? Ghostbusters uh, is one of my favorite movies of all time, and the Sega Genesis uh, game is uh which was exclusive this version of the game was exclusive to the genesis um it uh i think it's the best ghostbusters game ever made and this particular song always just 
I don't know. It just puts you in a weird mood. It puts you in a strange mood, and that's why I picked it. It's a nice tune. It's a nice tune. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just play uh, these two tracks, and we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. When we get back, there's more uh, with Tyler Esposito of the Sega Channel. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Woo. is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
Okay, everyone, welcome back. You're listening to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And tonight we're joined by Tyler from the Sega Channel. Hello again. Hey, how's it going? Hello, yeah. So we'll be getting into the interview with Tyler. Uh, actually, when I uh, first uh, bumped into you online, um, the Sega Channel wasn't a thing yet right so yeah. would you like to uh, tell us a bit about your history with sega for sure starters? well yeah absolutely um the sega you know sega um was something i was introduced to actually it was the very first video game of any kind i ever played um, there's a story my dad would tell me about space harrier and how um as a two-year-old um leaving my first movie that I ever saw of all time, which was Who Framed Roger Rabbit in 1988. Nice. Um, I, as a two-year-old, he took me and, and, and brought me over to the arcade machines that they had there. And I played my first video game of all time the same day I saw the first movie I ever saw, um, which was Space Harrier. That was the game I played. And, you know, at, at age two, you know, you just kind of move the controller back and forth and just, you know, you don't really have a complete understanding of it. But it's and amazing to me that that uh, yeah, but it's it, it's amazing to me that Space Harrier and Who Framed Roger Rabbit are like two of my favorite games of all, uh, game and movie of all time. Um, so I don't know. I think it was fate. But um, awesome. you know, over the years, uh, I got a little older. You know, by the time I was three, um, I had been playing more video games at neighbors' houses, and you know, this is back in the day where I think younger kids like age three four actually played those games you know i mean i think these days um kids that age probably are not getting into games uh video games and stuff i don't i don't know why that is but it's just something i i feel but they I, probably play those uh iphone and android games that's true yeah they, they <laughs> take their parents but it's not like you know not not console stuff yeah but um i um was at this uh you know, my neighbor had a Sega Master System, and they had, you know, Ghostbusters. I just was telling you guys that Ghostbusters is one of my favorite movies, and um, they had Ghostbusters on the Sega Master System. And I, I told my dad that for that Christmas, I wanted um, that game. I didn't really have a concept of, of consoles and different systems, so I, I just said to him, "Hey, I, I, I want that Ghostbusters game. You know, that's what I want for Christmas." And so um, he did the research. He went out and he. Um, you know, he actually was a gamer too. He came from the Atari era, and uh, he was a twenty-something in the Atari days, and he he enjoyed games. He actually was a fan of, of video games. So he did the research, and he um, ended up bringing home the Sega Master System with the with the Ghostbusters game. But um, after you know trying it out and and trying to determine if it was the right purchase, he uh, I guess he caught news or or something happened where he was informed that Sega was not going to be making games anymore. They he called Sega the hotline and actually, you know, talked to them and said, "Hey, you know, how come I I can't see your stores on the, your games on the shelf anymore and how come they're in bargain bins? What's going on?" Cuz in America, you know, the master system was failing. It was losing yeah. to the Nintendo. And um so uh, Sega actually told him on the phone, "Yeah, we're going to be discontinuing the Sega Master System." You know, eventually making way for the Sega Genesis, which had just been released at that time. But mm -hmm. the Sega Genesis, um, when he looked at it, it was it wasn't it was way too adult for a three-year-old. 
And so he um, ended up going with a Nintendo, actually. Um, and so that Christmas, I got a you know Nintendo Entertainment System. Boom. And for the longest time, you know, that was I was a Nintendo boy. I was you know I was all about the Nintendo. My cousins had a Nintendo, and um, you know that's what we we associated with. That was what was mo- most popular in America. But um, um, we got burglarized um, in like 1991. My Nintendo was stolen, and oh I was sudden I was suddenly without a game console. And at this point, we were like. We were big into games. We had a, you know, my, my dad too was was big into. He he, he supported the hobby and really uh, played the games with me, and I um, was very blessed to uh, to have that experience actually. Awesome. And uh, and uh, he, you know, we, we were like, what are we gonna do? We don't have the Nintendo was stolen, and I think my mom said, well, you gotta go get him another Nintendo, you know, something like that. So we <laughs> we, we went out to the store that day, uh, Toys R Us, and. Um, we were going to buy another Nintendo. That was, you know, we had, we still had the games. They didn't steal the games. They just stole the system, the, the mm. robbers. And so I, uh, I ended up, um, I was, uh, you know, just kind of browsing the store. And my dad, I remember he came up, to, I actually remember this. I was so young. I can't believe I remember this. But he came up to me and he said, hey, and he remembered the Sega Genesis from when he was originally going to, to maybe purchase it back in 1989. He said, hey, you could go with a Nintendo and, you know, you can play all your old games and stuff. Or I think he was, he was spicing, you know, he was, he was making it, <laughs> he was making it in favor of himself. I think he wanted to say Genesis. And so he, he actually, he said, or you could go with this Sega Genesis. And at first I think I shook my head. I was like, no, no, I want a Nintendo. That's, you know, Nintendo. And he goes, well, are you sure? Here, come take a look at this. And he brought me up to a kiosk that they had in the store and it was playing a demo of the Ghostbusters game on the Sega Genesis. (laughs) And I saw the giant Stay Puff Marshmallow Man guy like punching his fist through the wall and um, I was sold. I just, I just, I said, okay, I'll get that. (laughs) (laughs) And so we brought on the Sega Genesis and my goodness, that was, that was when it all started with Sega. I just, uh, we both, both of us just loved the products, you know, even, you know, every product that they put out, it wasn't, there was never a time where we really felt like, you know, that they were inferior or anything like that. We loved the Sega CD. We thought it was cutting edge. The 32X was, you know, it was a failure. And, and yeah, we, we didn't really feel like it was that great, but it was still, it was still fun. And it, at the time, it, it had graphics that really, you know, weren't being seen. And um, yeah, we, you know, that's, that's where it all started. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's awesome. Uh, actually, the the way your dad actually got you into gaming because we don't see uh, that happening. Well, now we do because we. I don't know if you have kids, but yourself. But uh, many of our way. one on the way. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so that's probably going to happen again. But uh, many of our <laughs> fellow um, Sega fans and a gamer. Uh, gamers uh, have their their own kids now and they're uh, trying to get them into gaming as well but uh, back in the day when we were kids not many of our dads <laughs> were actually uh, into video games and uh, actually known anything about video games I speak for myself though although my my dad uh, gave me my my mega drive my Genesis back in the day but he uh, just bought it for me 
you didn't know anything about it. So I think that the the relationship your dad had with video games was awesome. I actually was watching a, a, a video you uh, have on the YouTube channel um, about um, some of the Master System games that you had, your collection, and your was uh, kind of neat because it was your dad was. Uh, hosting uh, kind of a show, and you were you were showing your collection of Master <laughs> System games, right? Yeah, you know that's you know if you can you know if you go look at that video, it's a it's a sl it's a you know time capsule. It's literally um, like the first one of the first videos that um, we you know we ever recorded, and I'm I'm like eight years old and. Um, I'm introducing and talking about Sega games as if it's a promotional video. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, it's it's fun. It's real cute to look back at, and yeah, you can hear how enthusiastic my dad is about everything. You know, he he kind of taught me, you know, about the industry, and he taught me about you know what was going on. He 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 was a he was the original you know gamer. He was he was uh, the real deal when it comes to like you know those 1970s. You know, he loved the Atari. You know, yeah. big on it. He was he, he was he was in you know the creative um, uh, business, and he, he was like a, a, a short filmmaker um, mm -hmm. when he was uh, a twenty-something. And you know, uh, he, he just was a big kid. And so, and you know, I, I say this, I say this all in past tense because he did pass away uh, back in '07. And so, yeah. um, it's really it's really awesome for me to be able to. Um, share videos like that with um, the community, you know, the Sega fans, and it's it's awesome for me to be able to share that with people to give people a little insight into um, such a you know some of the awesome things that he gave to me, and so yeah, it's really it's really cool. It's a it's a gift. Yeah, yeah it is. It's it's uh, actually moving to to watch those those videos. It's awesome. Yeah, so you Thanks. just told us that your first Sega console was the Genesis. Uh, but as I, uh, for what I know, you have a huge love affair with the Master System, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> How did that come to be? Okay, well, um, we had the Sega Genesis uh, for years and, uh, you know, for a few years. I, it, it feel, Back then, it feels like it was years, but looking back, it was really only a certain span of years. You know, the older you get, the more time flies. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, back then, um, we had the Sega Genesis, you know, we had, we had a Sega Genesis, we had a Super Nintendo, um, we, you know, we, we still, you know, catered to the Nintendo stuff and just loved all of gaming. And um, at one point, we, um, I think we were in a store, um, it was a, that was, that was what it was, um, we were in KB Toy Store, uh, that, you might not even know what that is, but that was an American chain of toy stores and um, we, um, we came across a Sega Master System 2, Model 2, with the built-in Alex Kid game. It was in like a bin, it was on clearance, and I think I questioned it. I was like, what is that? What is that? And, and he might have right there, then and there, told me the, you know, the whole story about how he almost got me that for Christmas as my first game machine. And he, uh, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit. It was, it was real cheap, it was on clearance, and I said, you know, I want to. I'd like to get that. I was probably eight, eight years old, maybe seven. And uh, he, uh, he's like, he actually told me. He said, "Really? You, you want to get that? Like, really?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm real curious." And that, that's what it was. It was curiosity. You know, he told me the story, and 
he said, Don't, this is what you used to play when you were real little at our neighbor's house. And he talked about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And I said, you know, okay, yeah, hey, let, let's get that. And so we ended up getting it and um, bringing it to, uh, it was going to be one of these uh, little game machines that we had at my grandparents' house. It, was, it would stay at my grandparents' house. And, you know, we would, it would be something I played when I visited. And um, yeah, I played it over there. And, um, I, you know, honestly, first, it's, it's a strange story. It's weird because, you know, I love the master system so much. And, but first time I played it, my, my impression of it wasn't the greatest. You know, this was back in the day where graphics ruled and, you know, new stuff yeah. was coming out. <laughs> and, and like anything, anything 8-bit in the 16-bit era was really like kind of looked down on. Uh, even as a kid and so I remember I was kind of you know not too enthusiastic with it and we ended up just like putting it in a corner we put it in the closet and like never touched it again and uh, I think we brought it home we ended up bringing it home because we we weren't going to keep it at my grandparents and um, it was some months later that I think I was rummaging through the closet and I came across it again and I decided okay let me um, let me Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I totally, I, I, that's, that's not right. Um, we actually returned it. <laughs> we returned it to, to, uh, oh my. <laughs> to, we returned it to, we returned it to KB and cause I was displeased and you know, my dad, you know, is just like, Oh, I want to get the money back. And so, um, we returned it, but some months later we were in, um, a video rental store. I don't know why we were there renting a movie or something and it was one of these mom and pop shops it wasn't a, a big chain like blockbuster mm -hmm. or anything like that and back then you could still find video games old video games on on rental you know people they were still on the shelves and sure enough um with like tons of nintendo games that were for rent there was a um there were two sega master system games there was double dragon and hang on safari hunt and you know, I was like, you know, I think we had started collecting at this point. I think we, you know, it's it's a long involved story. We we got into Atari. <laughs> we, you know, my dad would tell me about Atari and stuff like that, and I got interested in Atari before the Master System even. And so I think we were collecting like Atari stuff that we would find. And so we found these two games, and he explained to me that's for the Master System. That's the thing that we returned. You know, that time that we bought it. And so um, I uh, I was like, oh. Well, you know, it, it piqued my curiosity again. And so uh, I think we just went up, uh, he went up to the clerk at the store and said, you know, you, you're not renting these. You, these are not, these are not renting, are they? And the guy was like, <laughs> sure, yeah, they're not. They're not going anywhere. I haven't rented those in years. And my dad just said, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks for both. And the guy said, okay, let me do it. And so we brought those home. We brought those rentals home. And like for the longest time, at this point, I said, "Okay, now that we have the games, I want to get a master system again because I was collecting. I was, you know, we were we were mm -hmm. actively collecting at this point, and for the longest time, I could not. We we could not find one. We went um, to our usual places, which involved like pawn shops. This was 1994 in America. Now, the Sega Master System was just like dried up. It was gone, yeah. and uh, we would go to you know. Um, it was pawn still shops. big over here, though. It was still big over there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I came to, I came to find out later, um, but um, you know, we'd go to pawn shops looking for it. Um, one of the one of the places we'd go as collectors back in '94 was we'd go to old Toys R Us's or old um, WalMarts that you know we knew the stores had been around a while, and we would go and ask their management 
um, about Master System games. And sure enough, so many times, a, a few times, I remember distinctly, the clerk at the store would go into that back warehouse area and come back with like maybe four or six brand new sealed Master System games. Nice. Um, and like, and and they even would say, "We don't know what to do with this. Like, it's not even in our <laughs> inventory." And and so my dad, you know, the way you know, he was such a he was such so good with just you know, talking to people and and, and you know, getting things getting things to happen. He would just say, <laughs> "Well, okay, you know, they're not in your system. I'll give you I'll give you twenty bucks for all six of them." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, they would have to talk to the manager of the store, and they'd be like. What do we do? And the guy would say, oh, it's not in the system. Just, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we started assuming this collection of Master System games before we even owned the console again. And um, that birthday, there's a, there's a video on the channel. Um, there's a birthday that I had that year in, 90, in 94. And at this point... I pretty much had given up all hope on on finding it. We just could not find the system anywhere. And this is before the internet, so you couldn't you couldn't just go and buy it on eBay or, yeah, or right. find it someplace. Mm. You literally had to try to find it in your local town. Yeah. Um, or do what my dad did, and that's what he ended up doing was uh, calling various places, at various mail order houses, and uh, finding it. And uh, so that that birthday was very special because in that video that's on the channel you'll see um, it's this kind of special gift that was kind of the, yeah. the surprise gift that I didn't know was coming and um, he had acquired tons of Master System games for, and you know he usually would, would get them real cheap he would he would he would find them you know you would find mail order houses in places that uh, didn't know what to do with them like I said before and just wanted to get rid of them back in this day and um, so yeah, that that was that's uh, that's where it all started with the Master System. I, uh, you know, I don't know for some reason it's one of those things. I, I I loved Sega and I loved the appeal of this this forgotten system that, and I love the history even back then. I love the history of how America, you know, latched onto Nintendo and Sega somehow got sidelined, and um, it just all really appealed to me even at that young an age. And I just started collecting. I started playing and. Yeah, that's where my 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 I guess you could call it an infatuation with the Master System. <laughs> yeah, and the, the the funny thing is that uh, um, the Master System, uh, even more than in in Europe, in Brazil, uh, people were were crazy about it. They actually everything Sega. Brazil is crazy about everything Sega, but uh, the Master System uh, went on for years over there. I think. I'm not sure. I, I'd have to check on that. But I think they, they sold Master Systems uh, until uh, almost until the end of the 90s or, or something. They had yeah. a, a, a company called Tectoy, I think. That, yeah, Tectoy. Uh, yeah, they, they, they had their, their own uh, special Masters editions of the Master System. And, uh, I was so surprised uh, when I first found out on the internet, probably in 99 or 2000 when i found out that they were still up until like 96 90, you know past that making the master system in brazil yeah. i was so shocked it just blew my mind mm. i think at that time when i first found out they were putting out a master system 3 model and <laughs> i just i just couldn't believe it it was like 
uh, uh, an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, um, we were talking about the, the, the master system. Your love for master system. You have a website, right? Uh, SegaMasterSystem.com. Yes, right. that's, uh, and there's a, a funny, a funny story around that. Uh, the way you got your, you got that domain. Want to tell us about it? Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, okay. So the his, the story with the SegaMasterSystem.com website is that you know going back to you know when I was younger, uh, the collecting days. Um, I I say collecting days because I'm I'm not a I'm not a hardcore collector anymore. But um, back then, I think I, it was like 1999, 2000, I had really um, started getting into the fan sites that were out for Sega Master System. There was the Sega, Mas the Sega Information Station, um, there was alexkid.org, um, you know, these, and this is such a long time ago now, talking about it, and I, I don't mm -hmm. think those sites are around anymore, but... Um, I, I just, you know, reading other people's stories and uh, love of the system just made me love it more. And I, um, I started my own little fan site as a result at the age of like 14, you know, 13 or 14. And it was called the Sega Master System Sector. And, uh, you know, I just had, it was like a GeoCities page, you know, and I just had, you know, really poor HTML skills, you know, nothing. And it was really, really, you know, just a really... Uh, you know, for a 13 year old, I guess it was okay, but I uh, <laughs> really enjoyed doing it. And I just came up to my dad one day and I said, Hey, I have this. I, I you know, I want to get more views. Uh, nobody's coming to my website, you know, we can find it. And I looked online, and SegaMasterSystem.com is available. <laughs> and so uh, I, this was, you know, 1999 or 2000, and, you know, people weren't buying up domains like they are now. And, um, yeah. I, you know, he was, he said to me, really, it's, it's available. And I said, yeah, it's, it, it says right there. I can, I can get it. And so he was like, okay. And, you know, we, it didn't cost too much money. And we had SegaMasterSystem.com domain. That was such a, such a stellar domain to have back then. because in order for people to find websites, they didn't necessarily use the means they do these days. Mm -hmm. They would literally just go and type in the bar, whatever they were looking for, .com. You know, they would, exactly. <laughs> they would experiment and try to figure out if there was such a site. And, um, and so... www.donny.com Exactly. You know, so many people uh, actually came to the website that way. And it had a little, you know, a little following. Um, it was still poorly done. I was, I was so young and I... I You know, I just, you know, looking back at some of the archive stuff I have of it, it looked, it looked bad, it was bad, but, but it had a little <laughs> following of, of fans of the Master System. People from all over the world were finding it. It was such a surprise for, you know, my 14-year-old self. I was like, wow, you got people from Germany and Italy, you know, talking about things on my guest book and, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, so I, uh, I had that for a while up until like 2004. I maintained it and created some content for it, reviews and stuff like that. And. And then I was uh, I was getting out of high school, and I was really looking forward to moving on with like college stuff and uh, pursuing my careers and whatnot. And I uh, I just was finding myself not having a passion or uh, the time for Sega or any kind of games really. And uh, at this at this point in my life, and 
I, I had a, worked it out with um, another fan site to go ahead and um, take over the domain and basically use his site as the, the new SegaMasterSystem.com and he'd continue and maybe merge some of the content. And something happened. Uh, it, just, it just didn't work out. Um, the website in, in question is uh, Sega8bit.com that you know today. It's still online. It's actually mm-hmm. quite a master system site. But um, it just didn't work out. Something happened where um, I guess there was really bad communication on my part with the, the owner of that site. And um, the domain for SegaMasterSystem.com expired. And almost immediately, because it wasn't set up to me or him, it almost immediately got snatched up by a third party. And that third party was wanting to sell it for like $3,000 to $5,000 at this time. At this point, they just wanted Ooh. so much. They were, it, you know, it was like, you know, mafia tactics. Internet <laughs> mafia. And, uh, and so, um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a big, you know, it was a big disappointment for a lot of people and myself included. I didn't want it to go that way. I didn't want it to happen that way. So, yeah, you know, I just kind of moved on and, and just, you know, tried to forget about it for the most part. And um, two, uh, two years ago, I got married. And um, this was, you know, after college. This is, you know, those days are long behind me. My dad had passed away in 07. And, you know, you know a lot of things were changing. And in my life and I was just kind of moving moving forward getting married and started reflecting on um, you know some of the stuff I used to do uh, you know I mean I'm in film production now and I'm always kind of thinking of new things to do and just creative projects to do and um, I started um, looking up some old stuff about the old site that I had the Sega site and just kind of uh, getting more back into that community and reminiscing and um, I said to my wife, I never forget, I said to her, we were engaged, I said to her, man, if only, you know, with today's technology, with YouTube and the way things are on the net, I said to her, if only I'd held on to that, if only I had, you know, kept that domain and just, you know, grew it and, and you know, nurtured it and, and if only I didn't let things slip the way they did, you know, maybe maybe I could have made an entertainment side out of it, you know, I could do the video stuff, you know. Um, and all and things like that and I just was reminiscing and feeling disappointed that um, it was all gone and um, at my wife you know she's so amazing she uh, on our wedding day surprised me my wedding gift was a card and, I, and as I read it the end of the card said that she had purchased the domain at a premium price from the same third party internet mafia at, at this point it wasn't that much money uh, they, they had come down a lot on the price, but um, she she had purchased it at a premium price, and uh, that was her wedding gift to me was SegaMasterSystem.com, and I was awesome. <laughs> I was like I was blown away. I just couldn't believe it. And um, so from that point on, that's that was two years ago. I uh, I just set out. Okay, let's see, you know, let's do something. Let's do something cool. I got together with some of my uh, film buddies and you know creative guys that I work with and. We started creating some content for, you know, this new fan site for the Master System. New, old, you know. <laughs> the same yeah. Thing. Um, but it was all new content. But and it was all video-based because that was the world I was in now, video production. Um, yeah, that's uh, Sega that, Master that's System. That's an amazing got... story, yeah. Oh, thanks. Your, yeah, your yeah. wife is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, if you go to segamastersystem.com, you can find um, some of the content that Tyler has been working on. So, um, all those years uh, when you uh, even probably forgot about the website and everything, uh, did you keep did you keep playing the the Master System, or I, did know, you move I, on? I, I held on to my collection. I, I, in fact, to this day, um, everything before PlayStation 2 that I own is everything that I owned as a kid. Um, and um, that's, that's so cool to me that, that I, can, I can look back at that stuff. It's like, you know, reminiscing, like going through old books and, and just having, you know, memories just flood back with you. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I still have the same collection that I had and I would play it. From time to time, um, you know, not as often. And I, uh, for the longest time, actually, I worked in retail. I worked at a GameStop when I was in high school and uh, in early college. And I, uh, and I got so burnt out on, on, on new games that were coming out. Like I, I think working retail and working in games uh, really, it really put a sour taste in my mouth for modern games. <laughs> And uh, I don't know why that is. I, 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 I'm sure I don't. Um, it's not just me that feels that way. But um, I just something happened, and I, I just stopped playing modern games altogether. I mean, um, to this day, I'll, I'll play. I'll play some games like on the Wii U and some uh, some games here and there. But it's it's. I'm all about retro for some reason. It just it just it's just what appeals to me. And uh, yeah, the Master System. I I. Uh, I continue to play that and enjoy it, but just not on the same level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, by the way, um, you mentioned the Wii U. Is the Wii U uh, the the perfect console for Sega lovers out there right now? Is it the right console for uh, the old fans that grew up with Sega and their in Sega consoles? You know, I, I think so. I, I think. Um, in today's climate, you know, you got the Wii U, you got the Xbox One, uh, PlayStation Four. Um, it's the it's the go-to system for old school gamers that remember the old games, still love the old games, and want to play something new that maybe has the same style and uh, essence of those old games. I I uh, you know I play games like Sonic All Star Racing Transformed and. You know, it's 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 new, but it, it it there's a lot of fan service in games like that, and, and yeah. even the Super Mario games. Um, you know, a big thing for me, especially you know, um, I'm going to be you know starting family. You know, like I said, we have a child on the way. Um, a big thing for me is you know, you know, and I I don't want you know family friendly stuff. That's important to me. I, you know, I don't know. I I'm not going to let my kid play. You know, Grand Theft Auto. Eight, you know, <laughs> uh, it's just not something I want to do. And and those old games, what's cool about those old games is that you know the old school Sega Nintendo games that we grew up with is um, that they're addicting, they're fun, they're creative, the level design, their music. There's so much artistry even in those old games that um, as an adult I can really appreciate those games on a completely different level that I did as a kid. But at the same time, it's not something I'm going to be afraid to like let my kid play. You know, yeah. it's it's stuff that you know. Sure, 
you know, you got games that maybe had, you know, you shooting people, you know, con- games like Contra where you're mowing down people and stuff, but they're aliens, they're cyborgs, and they're blowing up, and, and there's no blood, really, there's no, you know, stuff like that. I don't know, I'm kind of big on that, I, I'm kind of, you know, I don't really want uh, my kids, you know, at an early age exposed to that stuff. Yeah, so, I, I totally agree, yeah, and I think, I think the Wii U uh, has that family-friendly uh, side to things, like, to the games. Well, it just you know, it just saddens me that that most of modern games today, it's like it's like the public won't accept it unless it's got like pe- you decapitating people and like blood and guts flying everywhere. I, I mean, I, I don't understand where that became the the number one thing that made a game like good or something or, or attractive, and. And, and so that, that, that bothers me just because it doesn't have to be that way. It's, it's for me and the way it should be, you know, is all about gameplay. It's all about um, creativity and, and, you know, I, you know, I'm kind of, I, I love, I'm a big fan of animation. I'm a big fan of like um, yeah, old Disney classics, you know, and, you know, like, you know, I'm a big fan of animation in particular. And franchises and game companies like Sega and Nintendo, they were like the video game versions of, like Disney and Warner Brothers and that kind of yeah. stuff, and mm-hmm. and you know they they really um, I you know I look back at that stuff and I think wow this was so great and so creative and so um, innovative you know everything about it and they didn't have they didn't have to sell it with sex and violence and all these things that they have to do now to you know get the youth and that's uh, I mean that's yeah it, it's all about fun I think. <clears throat> yeah, uh, uh, Nintendo is is trying to sell <laughs> the Wii U on that uh, on that uh, basis uh, on the the fun side of things. But I think they're right because uh, when we were kids, we used to play uh, uh, games for fun, even if it wasn't uh, the most graphically advanced game. It was fun. It was the the, the blue skies part of, of, of Sega games and, and everything. It was yeah. what mattered. And, the, the, yeah, the, and even even uh, in the Dreamcast days, they had Jet Set Radio with the, the, the funky music and the, the cell shaded graphics and everything. Uh, yeah, it was it was like fun. That. You know, it was yeah. fun stuff. It was all bright and colorful and fun and, and fast and, and in your face and and you know I don't want to knock completely. I'm not I'm not like completely bashing like you know oh Mortal Kombat and all you know. I, I, I don't want to go that far because, you know, when I was a kid and games like that came out and they were cutting edge and they were fun and, and you know, games like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, they had violence and that was part of what attracted you to it. But I, I just think that, um, it's I, for me, it's just such a shame that I think the industry relies so much on it now that... Yeah, we, uh, back in the day forgot. that was one, one among many games and now that's the norm, actually, I think. The Call of yeah. Duties and GTAs and everything. Uh, over realistic graphics <laughs> shoot 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 kill 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 blood explosions yeah. <laughs> I think yeah it's it's kind of the I, I have this the, the exact exact same feeling towards that but yeah I think I think the, the Wii U uh, actually um, from a, a Sega fan an old school Sega fan point of view is the the right console to if you just want to own one Uh, I think it's the right one to own right now. Either that or um, maybe one of the the Sony systems with the indie games because I think uh, the reasons you stated before are exactly the reasons that 
are um, attracting so many people to uh, indie games. They are just uh, artistic experiences or um, it's not the violence, not the blood or the graphics, it's just a pure fun experience. That uh, is true. Yeah, I think the, the Nintendo games and indie games are actually filling in for the filling that, that void that we currently have. Yeah, man. Give me Shovel Knight. That game was great. Yeah. I don't... I uh, I think it's not out in Europe yet. I want to oh, play man. Shovel Knight. You, yeah. gotta, you gotta pick it up. You gotta get it when it comes out. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, uh, it comes out in the end of this month, though. So I'm sure to pick it up. Yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll be uh, talking for a bit right now. We'll, we we have been talking for a bit. So how about we um, have a music break once more, and when we get back, we'll have more with Tyler, and then we'll have our weekly the Sega Lounge Challenge. Can Tyler oh, make ooh. it through the challenge? I think this deserves this sound effect. That should be playing right now. <laughs> yes, yes. Man, I'm yes, scared, yes. man, I'm scared. You should be, you should be. Well, <laughs> well, for this music break, we'll be playing a couple more of Salary's picks uh, of the week. We have, uh, first off, uh, from Wolfchild, the Sega CD or Mega CD version, we'll play Level 2 Woods, and then we'll have something from decap attack the us version will play level five so keep it here this is the sega lounge on radio sega when we get back we'll have more with tyler from the sega channel
You're listening to the Sega Lounge with SSF 1991 Donnie. and KC only on Radio Sega. Welcome back everyone, you're listening to the SEGA Lounge on Radio SEGA and tonight we're, uh, we were joined or we're joined by uh, Tyler from... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of sleepy, I, I, yeah, still, still. it's, it's you know 5am now, you, so... You, you know what you need? <laughs> Funky action! <laughs> oh my, I need to play <laughs> the SEGA, what's what it called? The Ellen the Genesis? <laughs> Oh, that that's a screenshot you posted. I really hope that meme takes off. That's so funny. <laughs> the second the Ge- no no the L and the Genesis isn't it? Yes. Yeah. L yeah. And that's Genesis. it. The video entertainment system. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we're here with Tyler from uh, the Sega channel. We've been talking about his history with Sega. Um, we talked about SegaMasterSystem.com. So currently, um, uh, the website is still up, of course. Um, are you working on uh, SMS.com alone, or do you have anyone else working with you? Yeah, it's all it's all um, it's all me. It's um, the artwork that's on SegaMasterSystem.com is done by a good friend of mine, um, and uh, he's a real talented artist. And he's actually in some of our videos. Uh, his name's Rashid. Um, and using the, the PlayStation 4, uh, Sega crashing the PlayStation 4 launch party video. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I've seen that one. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he's the guy. And, uh, but actually, you know, SegaMasterSystem.com, what I ended up doing was um, coming to a decision with, with what I was doing um, with videos and, and whatnot and realizing that there was a lot I wanted to talk about and a lot I wanted to say about Sega in particular and that... Um, kind of confining myself just to SegaMasterSystem.com and, and Sega Master System material um, was not really, it was kind of detrimental to me and maybe even, you know, the Sega community. I, I felt like there was a lot I had to offer. So I um, decided to keep the site, you know, as a, as a website that's still up and running and still has the content. But don't uh, make we, the, we, the same mistake as before. No, keep the yeah, website, keep the domain. That. 
No, exactly. I, I, you know, I did this time. I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm going to lose this domain again. So um, if you go there, it's still a functioning website. You can view the content and, and see things. Um, but really, the, the, the focus has shifted to um, the rebranding of the YouTube channel where all the mm-hmm. content was hosted. I rebranded the YouTube channel as a new um, show, kind of a standalone show that would be the um, primary focus of, of what I did um, for the uh, for the channel. And it's called the Sega Channel. That's how I rebranded it. And um, it's really, the whole show is an homage to, uh, the, the theme, the whole theme of the show and the graphics are all a homage to the original Sega Channel service from 1994. Yeah. that um, um, gamers could have brought to them by their cable company where you could stream back in 94 you could stream uh, through your cable line uh, video games every month uh, for the Sega games and, uh, hear that kids yeah back in 94 yeah I'm talking as if I'm talking to you like you know, no but that's <laughs> right but no but you, you're right so Sega does actually what Nintendo don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man, they were ahead of their time. But, exactly. Uh, I, uh, yeah, so I, I decided, you know, that, that's a cool motif. That's a cool thing to go with. I, I, I had the Sega channel, so I, I had a, a lot of fond memories with that. Um, and really what I wanted to do is I was inspired by shows like GameSack and uh, Retro Liberty and, and these guys that are on, on YouTube. And I wanted to kind of, I, I really wanted to do a professional, actually from the get-go when I restarted SegaMasterSystem.com, I really wanted to bring a sense of professionalism to a, a Sega-dedicated YouTube channel because, like I said, I'm I'm in video production for a living, and so I really I just wanted to take what I what I know and what I can do and, and translate it into Sega stuff, and um, I so that's what I, I wanted to continue with that on the Sega channel, and um, yeah, the the show is is meant to be a a um, kind of like a G4 Icons style documentary. Um, show about a particular Sega franchise or game or um, a theme of games. Um, we, you know, we're up to, I think it's the fifth episode we released recently with Clockwork Night. And, exactly. um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, when, I, when I'm able to release episodes and, and get the work done and, and do it, and, uh, you know, it'll, it'll always be a, a new episode on a different Sega franchise or, or game. And it's really... It's I don't know. It's a lot of fun for me to make it, and and it's a, it's a it's a great joy to to be able to um, replay these games and and really dive back into what made them so great, and then be able to talk about it in this format. Um, and yeah, I mean the response has been great so far. When we rebranded SegaMasterSystem.com into the Sega Channel. Um, well, I'm sorry, the YouTube channel. The YouTube, yes. Yeah. yeah, when we rebranded that, um, we saw a huge surplus in, uh, in viewership, a lot of, many more subscribers, and uh, it just seems like overall people really dig the show. So very grateful for that, uh, for anybody listening who already subscribes. Thank you. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the... the um, you were talking about how professional you wanted to you wanted it to look, and I think it shows, because... I was watching. I've been watching the the, the the videos that you put up, and I was watching a couple of them before uh, today before we recorded this interview. Uh, and yeah, it it really shows the um, 
the, 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 there's a different level of quality than we're used to on uh, fan-made videos, actually. N no, not, thank you. No, I don't mean no disrespect for anyone, but yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a bit more professional looking and sounding than your usual fan-made video. Thanks, man. And that's and that's really just that's really just me trying to trying to give what I what I know what I can do and, and you know what I enjoy doing. Um, the you know doing stuff like this and and, and having it be at, at a certain level of production value that that I feel you know that I that I feel is, is it's basically I, I set a high bar for myself. Um, yeah. Being in video production and, and so I I that that's you know it's great that. Um, I get a lot out of it. Just you know, I, I learn a lot as I do these videos too. I I actually um, have learned so much in uh, in editing, and uh, as I, I, I edit them all too, I I film them. I, I pretty much uh, I kind of do all. I do it all. I do <laughs> it's it. It's a one man show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, we have guests on. You know, friends of mine will come on and whatnot. And even uh, Aaron from Retro Liberty was on. Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Stapish. And uh, he, uh, you know, it's 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 just real fun because I'm I'm really it's real fun to engage in this community that I've loved for so long and really just uh, get to know other guys that are you know like-minded and, and still love the old Sega stuff and um, it's it's cool because as an adult it's it's like it's such a a cool you know realization for me that wow there's there's other people as crazy as I am. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, believe me, there are <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the 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 things uh, I I loved, uh, or one of the videos that I I loved was the um, Alex Kidd in the Legend of Zelda one. <laughs> We need more you know, of those. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you liked it, but I you know it's so funny. I don't know if you've read comments on that video. But um, we, one of the friends of the show is um, Damien over at NintendoLife.com. Yeah, Damien uh, McFerrin, right? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah. And he, uh, he um, wrote an article on that video. Um, put oh, it up really? on Nintendo Life. Yeah, he, he, he did that for us. And um, it's the, the amount of hate that I saw really? from that video on that website. There was like 40 comments of just pure hate. Um, <laughs> like... I, I, I swear there was not a single comment was anything of any kind of compliment. Oh my, yeah, I it can see just, that now. <laughs> oh my oh goodness. My. It, and, and so I, I, said, I think I said to Damien, I was like, oh my goodness, man. Like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, uh, everybody hates it. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, <laughs> internet people and whatnot. And sure enough, you know, the, the, the Sega fans that were already subscribed to the, to the channel, they kind of... They kind of came out, uh, you know, came out of the woodwork and, and uh, really, you know, complimented it and said they liked it. And they thought it was funny and they understood the humor and they, they you know, they. But they, you know, <clears throat> you know, you do anything to slander um, a, a, a star Nintendo character like Link, and this, the Nintendo boys will not <clears throat> let you hear the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, so that okay. video is is our most controversial video. <laughs> <laughs> I actually enjoyed it very much so it would be well, nice well. to see Alex Kidd in other games yes yeah, so. I'm glad you said that because I always I always like the concept too and I, I was really looking forward to doing more but then I think I was a little I was a little off put by all the uh, the controversy and so I, I haven't done another one but maybe maybe one needs to be done 
Alex Kidd in Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, yeah, uh, but Alex yeah, Kidd I, I, in, Alex Kidd in Mickey Mouse capades. Okay. On the, <laughs> <on> the NES. <laughs> Uh, don't um, you just love to see Alex Kidd murder Mickey Mouse? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would be even more controversial. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the Disney fans will come in. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done? What did you do? What did you do, you son of a bitch? Yes. Uh, okay, so... Yeah. What have but, we done? I don't even know. It's I have an excuse though. It's uh, f- uh, twenty past five a.m. my time. So uh, you have an excuse for everything. <laughs> I always have an excuse for everything. Yes. So what what are you planning for the Sega Channel in the future? What do you hope to achieve with with this new uh, newish uh, YouTube channel? What are your hopes? Your dreams? Tell us everything. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, man. Um, Sega Channel. Uh, I just it's something you know. I, I wanted obviously I wanted to say more. I, I just I wanted to talk more about Sega and and also just stretch my my kind of creative muscles and really push things. But um, it's it's awesome the response that that the site has or not the site but the the the, the channel YouTube has channel. gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it really is. And so it's very motivating um, to continue doing stuff like this. We. We rebranded it to Sega Channel back in May with our first episode, uh, which was Spider-Man, and um, it's been so cool. It's been, it's man, I, I really enjoy it, and I'm definitely going to keep doing uh, Sega Channel episodes. You know, I've, I've been trying to get them out um, every two weeks has been like my own personal goal, but man, it, it can be really labor-intensive and a lot of uh, a lot of hours uh, working on one of those shows. So you know, it's it's one of those things where I'm going to push for two weeks but you know it might be a week or so that goes by where you know i don't i don't really meet that that self-made deadline but mm-hmm. um you know as long as it's fun for me as long as i continue you know enjoying it and other people do I, i'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing it and you know i have a i have a master list of every every single episode i would ever want to do um and it's a very very long list nice uh, so yeah you know uh but you know, here's the thing, and I, I think I, I mentioned on Twitter today that you know really it frustrates somebody like me. It's it's when you have an idea for something completely different that <laughs> would be awesome, and it's a great idea, but it, it requires you to shift your focus and put all of your energy into it. That's what happened today. I got an idea for um, a really cool uh, new kind of retro gaming show. Uh, it wouldn't just be about Sega. It would be it would encompass all of retro gaming, you know, like from mm-hmm. uh, everything up until PS2. You know, and I think I draw the line before PS2 for me is retro. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I man, I don't know. I don't know uh, what I'm going to do. I, I really do want to pursue this new idea because I think it's a great one, and I'd love to you know share it with everybody. We'll see. I, I'll probably debut it on the Sega channel, but for now. Everything is the Sega channel, and I'm never. It's one of those things where YouTube is so great. You can you can have multiple channels and just have them all be a exactly. family, you know, a, a family yeah. of channels and stuff. So, yeah, Sega channel is gonna stick around, and we'll we'll keep making you know these uh, these episodes. You know, yeah, I really enjoy them. And, and what's great is that uh, there's a lot of 
other content creators out there who are really um, um, fans of the show and really enjoy um, what we've been doing. They want to be on the show and stuff like that. So it's cool. It's it's really uh, it's really um, what's the word motivating. And um, man, I look forward to more. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the cool things about this kind of, of uh, content you can create because some of the community websites. Uh, some people uh, just want to make things their own and or their own way and all alone. <laughs> they want to be the best and uh, get all the, no the hits and everything. And what what? The best that no one ever was. And <laughs> yes, yes. And sometimes they can be uh, when when someone else comes along, they just kick them in the nuts. <laughs> Well, you know. but, but if you if you uh, I think the, the the great thing about having a community like the Sega community or the or the Sonic com- well actually the Sega community let's say the Sega community Sonic community is crazy like like there's a there's a website called Sonic Paradox they're crazy there's a guy there there's a guy over there called Donnie he's crazy <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but seriously though. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of him. Um, I hear, but seriously I hear he though, when, when people want to to collaborate with each other and help each other out, I think that's when the the best content comes out of, of any community website or YouTube channel or whatever. So oh, I think yeah. it's it's great that people want to. That's what what we're trying to do as well with the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega because. I think we, we have a, um, a good opportunity to showcase what others in the community are doing as well. So if we can give them some airtime on, on Radio Sega, that's, that's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. There's yeah, a room for uh, everyone, I think. And I thank you for having me on. I, uh, I, it's one of the things that I, I like about our format right now on, on, the, Sega, on the Sega channel is um, you know we shoot everything green screen, so it's very easy for a uh, content creator out there in the community uh, with another channel to uh, if they have a green screen or access to one they can film themselves on it and uh, I would love to have them on the show we've already done that with with Aaron from Retro Liberty he's also on the grid gaming and um, you know it's one of those things where you know it's it's just cool it's cool to have that format and really just make it all community based because you know like you said it's I don't know. It's, it's it's more fun that way too. It's more fun. I yeah, mean, I think so. Including all these these cool cool guys uh, that are like minded. Yeah. Uh, except for Donnie. I don't yeah. like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh. One thing. <laughs> one thing I, I you know you have to keep in check though with um, with these websites you know these these YouTube communities and these uh, you know somebody like me I definitely have to keep in check. And when I say that, I mean somebody very uh, driven by creativity and like projects and stuff like that. Um, I really have to keep myself in check as far as what's really important. And um, for me, that's my family and that's my my life exactly. outside, you know, Sega, <clears throat> Sega gaming and, and Sega. You know, um, love Sega and always will, but you can only put it up on such a, a high pedestal before it just becomes something that becomes a hindrance in your life and so i uh i don't want it to get that way and so that, that's what i mean by you know having to keep your priorities straight and so 
you know, if there, you know, comes a time when there's not an episode for a month or, you know, I'm not going to let it be any sweat off my back because, you know, uh, just to keep your own sanity, I think you really got to put your priorities straight. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Family comes first. Yeah. Yeah. And Donnie. And Donnie. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know I was a priority. <laughs> it all comes down to Donnie in the end, <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> one plus one equals Donnie. Donnie. Uh, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my. <clears throat> yeah. So of course. Um, yeah. We're we're getting closer to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Uh, but before that, before that, uh, so you can have more time to prepare yourself uh, mentally and physically. Uh, this is a physically uh, tough challenge, uh, or maybe not. Uh, but one of the <laughs> questions we we wanted to ask you, oh, uh, I think this is a hard one, uh, even harder than the, the 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 challenge we have for you. What are your favorite Sega games of all time? Oh man, that is a challenge. Your most you know, favorite of all time. You know, um, you can okay. mention a few. Okay, if you want. Well, I'll go ahead and mention Space Harrier um, again. Uh, that was the first one that I ever played, and um, I actually, um, I, I, I mentioned this game, the Grid Gaming with Aaron Stapish. They actually did a, a Sega uh, themed episode where they asked what was your favorite Sega game, and they had me on as a guest. And uh, I, I said Space Harrier, and uh, yeah, Space Harrier is just one of those games that uh, something about the music and the presentation, the, the the way the game flows, its art style, its colors, and everything combined, it just it just really makes me it makes me feel real nostalgic. But at the same time, and it's a, a joy, a joyful nostalgia. Yeah. But at the same time, it um, it's still such a fun game. It's a fun, addicting game that's just um, so inviting, and you just want to you want to keep playing it. And, and I enjoy every minute I play of that game. And so that's that's definitely way up there, if not number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you tried the the 3D Classics version of Space Harrier on the 3DS? I did for, for a while. I had the uh, I, I sold my 3DS. Um, uh, I, not because it's not a great console machine, not portable. It's just I I found myself not playing it as much as I wanted to, and um, I, I figured I'd pick it up somewhere down the line, and I you know just felt like selling it. So um, I sold it, and it had some of the Sega 3D classics, and um, it was great. The, the the 3D that they are able to produce, and 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 something you know a game like that, I feel like it was always made for to be in 3D. Exactly. You know, it, just, exactly. it was made with that idea in mind even before the technology was available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, Space Harrier, anything else Space you'd Harrier? like to mention? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me... I can go on and on. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, we have okay, time. So, it's only okay, well, uh, f- uh, half past five, so yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's do it. Uh, um, I gotta say Shinobi 3 on the uh, nice. Sega Genesis. Mega Drive that is one that stands out big time. Um, there's a lot of memories attached to that game. It was uh, you know, Christmas 93, I think we got that game. And I was in New York visiting my family and my gamer family, my cousins, everybody loves, loves video games and Sega in particular. And we played Shinobi 3 like crazy that year. 
Um, it, Shinobi, yeah, Shinobi three. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, this is the challenging part. <laughs> okay, I can't. I can't not say Shenmue because Shenmue's got to be up there. Yeah. Um, Shenmue's exactly. got to be way up there because that game, man, so many people love that game. And that, uh, at the time, I was fully on board and loving my Sega Dreamcast. And then Shenmue came out and it just took everything to a whole other level. Um, exactly. it, it was just, I mean, nobody had ever played a game like that before. It was, it, it blew my mind, you know. It just, it, it, I felt like I was Ryu, you know. I felt like I was, was in that town and I was... I was that character. I was I was living that life and trying to avenge, you know, the death of my father. And all this stuff. And like, you know, it was like it was so funny how immersive. Looking that, for know, sailors. Like, yeah, yeah, looking for sailors. <laughs> and, uh, and man, and, and the fact that you could play the you could man, I never tell you, I can't tell you how many times that I, I just walk around that town in that game and just listen to all the sounds and talk to the people. And I'd like go down to that arcade and play Sega games in the arcade. Yeah. And I think I think and that was so cool, just the idea that you could do that. But I think for me, I had such an infatuation with like retro old things, even in 2001, that I I loved the fact that it was 1986 that the game took place in, and that I was I was able to play, you know, these old Sega games inside an arcade in Japan. It was like it was like almost a uh, a little little slice of what it might have been like to be a, a Japanese boy living in 1986 yeah. in a small town in Japan. <laughs> and, uh, so I, that, that part of it I enjoyed, but man, I don't know what, why they didn't have a Sega Master System uh, that you could win. It was a Sega Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, but uh, uh, no, Shenmue for sure is way... Are you guys sailors? I never forget when I beat that game and, you know, Londi or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, it's Londi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lundy, uh, he's uh, yeah, some Sega hardcore fan I am. I can't remember the name of the guy. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, he's, uh, he's flying away on the helicopter at the yeah, end. Yeah, in Shenmue and, 2, right? Yeah. And you know, yeah, at the, well, at the end of Shenmue 1, he, he's, he, he escapes, and, it, and it's a cliffhanger. You know, it leaves you hanging. Um, and I, I was like, I think I got up from my chair, and I was just like, what? Oh, my goodness. Like, I just was... <laughs> <laughs> I was so enthralled, and, and I it was one of those games where you you finish it, and then you're kind of sad because you you now have to leave that world. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to. Leave I know the feeling. <laughs> and go back to all your, too well. You have to go back to high school. So, uh, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, Shenmue. Let's see other favorites. Um, let me think. Let me let me go. Let me pick a Master System favorite. Um, I gotta say, Fantasy Zone is yeah um, way awesome. up there on my list of favorite Sega games. It's just uh, one of those games that I can play anytime, and it just brings a huge smile to my face. And I just enjoy every little bit of it. It's um, you know, again, it's music and art style for me, and gameplay that's usually what really you know gets me yeah. excited. And, and the, the funny thing is, it's a, a shoot 'em up, so. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, if you just look at the graphics and listen to the music, you'll never know. It's <laughs> shoot 'em up. I know, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very, yeah, it's you know, unlike most shoot 'em ups, and that, that's part of its appeal. I think it's like almost like a 
a platforming game that wanted to be, uh, or it's like a it's like a shooting game that wanted to be a platforming game, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but couldn't quite couldn't quite figure it out. <laughs> but uh, and now that I uh, love Fantasy Zone. Um, uh, let's see. Let me think of one more. Um, uh, what, uh, let me. I, I gotta say something on like Sonic CD. Yeah, let, let, yeah. Let's go with Sonic CD. Um, I love the Sega CD. It's um, for me. It was so mind blowing at the time of its release, and it just um, it was something I shared with my family. My cousins got into it real big, and they. We got a Sega CD, and then my cousins got a Sega CD because we had one, and we we both, you know, but like I like we talked about early on in that um, that little promo video that we made, that sort of thing was made um, not really just for us to watch, but and this was before the internet, so we couldn't let people on online watch it. But we would send it to my family in New York. We would we would send we would make these little promo videos, um, <laughs> us talking about games and and showing games. And then we would send it back and forth to each other, my cousin and I. And um, it was just, we just enjoyed doing it. It was just like, you know, it was a fun way to for us to show each other um, games that I had that he didn't have and games that he had that I didn't have. And um, Sonic CD and the Sega CD all, you know, just, it was one of those, one of those things where... Um, as huge a Sonic fan as I was in 1993, to play a new Sonic game with CD quality sound, these new characters, um, I think, no, actually no, I take that back. I don't think there were any new characters in that game. But, there were, uh, there were. There was Metal Sonic and Amy. That's, oh, okay, Amy was new, I think, but Amy they had introduced Metal Sonic and Sonic 2, I think. Well, actually, uh, it's it was kind of like Metal Sonic. I think they called it Silver Sonic, was it? Oh, okay. So that's not I really Metal so. Sonic. Okay. Um, in Sonic 2. But yeah, I mean, just, yeah, it, it, Sonic CD blew my mind. And, and, and still, and okay, it's one of those games where I can, I can when I rediscovered it as an adult, I, I enjoyed it more. And, and it actually is, I think it's my favorite Sonic game. I love the time travel aspects. I love... Um, the kind of creative ideas that they had um, mm. in that game, it was ahead of its time you know, we keep saying that, you know, but this is Sega we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, Sonic CD for sure is way up there on the list of favorites. And uh, Let's think of one more. I'm going to think of one um, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with a Saturn game. I'm going to go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with Panzer <laughs> Dragoon. Ooh, nice. Um, okay, you know I'm in video production. I, I'm a film major. Um, Panzer Dragoon is one of the most cinematic games that I ever played, and to play it in 1995 was just—it was like crazy. And it was like, what? What? This is like a movie. That opening cutscene. <laughs> And that that opening that opening cinematic is so long, um, and back then that was kind of unheard of um, to have these really really long and drawn out cinematic cutscenes. Yeah. And, uh, and and Panzer Dragoon with its music and its scope, um, just it just 
took you to another world and that's what that's what this that's what games are supposed to do yeah I, i've said this a, a few times in the past but i think uh, panzer dragoon i'm a big uh, huge shenmue fan i'd love to see shenmue 3 and some uh, many other sequels to classic Sega games, but I think I honestly think that Sega, uh, Panzer Dragoon would actually be a, a, one of the best titles for Sega to relaunch or do a sequel for these days. I think it would uh, actually have a shot at at succeeding and becoming a hit a hit again. Not yeah, sure. but I think the, the 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 gameplay, the cinematics, as you. Uh, just sad and the music I think it would be awesome to uh, have Panther Dragoon back not sure but yeah Sega are you listening to us <laughs> yeah, bring it back it, it really is kind of mind blowing and uh, I use mind blowing a lot as, a, as an adjective um, it's really <laughs> it's really surprising to me that Sega doesn't look back at you know their franchise they have so many incredible franchises in their history and in their past that are just you know they're just waiting they're just waiting to be redone and re-envisioned and um, I don't know why they don't take a, a page I don't know why they don't take a, a page out of Nintendo's handbook you know Nintendo is all about that they, they make new versions of their classic games all the time and and I, I don't know why Sega doesn't see that they could do the same and succeed. But I really, it just doesn't. I don't understand. I, I don't. I don't know where. I especially, I especially feel that way since I think we live in the age of retro. Actually, nowadays, yeah. Um, many people like retro games. Even the the younger kids are uh, looking at the, the 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 older games now because. People keep talking about the, the older games, and I think this would be the the, the most um, the, the right uh, time to release certain IPs, re-release uh, certain IPs, or redo them. I don't know. Even just an HD makeover, like they did with some titles, would be nice. Uh, maybe even to test the waters somewhat. I yeah, think okay. uh, Panzer Dragoon would be a, a nice example. They could do a, a, an HD a remake of that and just release it digitally. No, oh, sure, definitely. And, and I mean, okay, let's look at it. Uh, let's look at a popular Nintendo franchise like Yoshi or or, or Kirby. You know, Sega's got characters like Rystar and um, you know. I can't think of another one right off the top of my head right now. But they, <laughs> Knights, they've got, or they've got characters like that that are uh, that would appeal to you know kids um, with their, that own a 3DS, oh, yeah, but yeah, also yeah. that also appeal to the, the guys and you know the, the grown-up adults now that that played Rise Star when it first came out. I mean, if there's you know I don't understand. I mean, what's old is new, you know, and. You got franchises like Ninja Turtles that are reinventing themselves constantly. Nintendo is constantly reinventing their franchises and, and redoing them. It just seems like a business model that always works for, for so many people and, and so many new generations are, are reintroduced to classic characters. Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I mean, I, I could go on and on. And yeah. it doesn't make sense to me that Sega, they're sitting on a, on a 
pile, mountain high of of classic franchises with great characters and great you know game design. That they can they could be banking on it, and they don't even have to like recreate it. <laughs> you know, they, they, yeah, it's already yeah. there. It's already there. Yeah, I, I think we don't have uh, uh, all the 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 details on on on, the, on this, but uh, apparently, from a, a financial point of view, it would be a, a good decision to bring back those franchises. I think because, uh, of course, Sega isn't the company that it was before, uh, back in the day. Uh, they had some money issues, of course, but I think they. Uh, Some of these uh, these franchises, I think, bringing them back is a no-brainer. Actually, we don't have all the information, of course, but from a, a consumer point of view, I think uh, some of them would be at least a, a, a little bit successful. They would at least sell a few units of these games, I think. But sure, I think and they I would mean, be I hits, actually. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, I really feel that way, and and. Yeah, it beat it beats having to invest all this new money into a brand new property IP. You know, um, yeah. I, I, I mean that's great if if it is something awesome that comes from it. But looking at Sega's track record, they're they're hit or miss these days. You know, yeah. And and really, I don't know. I just yeah, I'm just repeating myself. But yeah, Sega, come on, come on, guys, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Come on, step yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, stop st stop uh, releasing a Sonic game every year. <laughs> yeah, no, <that's, laughs> give Sonic a rest, please. <laughs> they, uh, they, um, I think they rely a little bit too much on the blue blur. It sells. <laughs> It sells. But yeah, we'll see. So we'll we. see. We sell But too. We we do. We do. Uh, Even though it's completely free and no one pays a thing. <laughs> of course, yeah. And, and if I need to stay up all night to record this, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just pay, we we just pay in our sleep schedules. That's all we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I think that's about it for this segment of the interview. Uh, it's now time for our weekly the Sega Lounge Challenge. We um, need um, we need um, some kind of a, of an ident for this. I need to record something to play before we do this to create some I don't know some suspense or something. You, can, you guys can play me the uh, Doctor Robotnik uh, his his evil laugh from Sonic CD. Oh yeah, or, <laughs> or I can I can play this as well. Uh -huh. uh, where is it? In space. Nobody can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, or this one. People have been sitting on those rides with their butts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, every week on the Sega Lounge, our guests have to go through some sort of a challenge. Uh, these past few weeks, uh, it's always been a quiz, so... Tonight is no is no different. We'll have a quiz. Uh, this time we'll have a quiz based on uh, the um, the most recent videos uh, that you put up on the, the Sega channel. Uh, channel. Oh man! Okay. So, do you really know all uh, that much about these games? 
Mm, that's <laughs> you guys gonna find question. out if I, you know, if I'm full of it or not. If you're worthy of continuing this this uh, uh, list of uh, this uh, series of videos, yes. uh, we have ten different questions. Uh, so I think it's only fair that you need to get at least six uh, correct answers, right? Six out of ten. Yeah. I think it's fair. Okay. <laughs> so since there's the the occasional pronunciation issue, uh, I think I'm going to start this one. Okay, Donny? <laughs> Maybe okay, I'll I'm, do the first one. <laughs> as I'm busy <laughs> laughing at what your mic just did a moment ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> your your mic. It sounded like <laughs> when you when you die in um, Space Harrier. Really? <laughs> Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Very, okay. It was very brief when it did that, but the way it happened and how random it was was just priceless. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll need to listen to the, the recording later and have a laugh myself. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's do this. Question number all questions uh, are multiple choice. So you have uh, you have three different options. So choose wisely. Question number one. <clears throat> In Clockwork Night, which of the following items makes Pepper, the main character, invincible? Option A. Chelsea's Pendant. Option B. Pazur's Sphere. Option C. Le Bon's Watch. I'm going to go with A. Chelsea's Pendant. A. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay, so we have a sound effect for that. Oh no, it's not. It's not. It's the Pazur sphere, actually. Um, yeah. That's you know what, what I, makes you invincible. Did, yeah, you know, I, I guess I, I didn't research the names of uh, <laughs> you know, the, the individual items in the uh, man. That, um, okay, so KC1, Tyler, Neil, yay! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay, yeah, question number two, in. Donnie. <laughs> yep. Question number two. Clockwork Night 2 features a cheat code that allows players to use a different character instead of Pepper. Which one? A. Ginger. B. Chelsea. C. Silver. I didn't know Silver the Hedgehog was in this. Uh, it's no use. <laughs> it's no use. <laughs> A. Clocks. Uh, that would uh, that would be A ginger. Final answer. Yeah. Okay. Yay! Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, one out of two. Not bad. Not bad. Question number three. In the home console version of Crazy Taxi. What new vehicle do you unlock when you beat all Crazy Box challenges? Option A, a taxi bike. <clears throat> Option B, a taxi submarine. Option C, a taxi tank. Uh, that would be A, a taxi bike. But man, that would be so cool if it was a taxi <laughs> submarine. <laughs> <laughs> And that's correct. <laughs> uh, there should be a sound effect playing for some reason. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a taxi submarine would be nice, or a taxi tank. 
There you go. But, there you go, Sega. Crazy submarine. Make it happen. Yeah. Crazy sub. <laughs> Crazy sub. There could be a promotional tie-in with Subway. <laughs> All the ideas. <laughs> okay, Donnie, question number four. Well, I'm not surprised I get the most complicated one. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's the longest written one, that's for damn sure. Do you uh, want me to do this one and you can do number five? No, I can do number five, uh, four. I'm okay. In, in number four, in Sonic Colors, during one of Dr. Eggman's PA announcements, there's a reference to one of the cabs in the original Crazy Taxi. Speaking of Crazy Taxi, he says, Would the owner of a yellow car, license plate blank, please report to the main gate? Your vehicle is in the path of an asteroid and is about to get smashed. Which of the following license plates is me mentioned? What, is it Two Hop 260 or Two Hop to Go? Which is BD Joe. Do you ha was it Y zero one O YOLO? The only time you'll ever hear me say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one nom one five five. I know Miss for Axel. I'm gonna go with. Honestly, I never played Sonic Colors, um, and I've heard so many great things about it. So I need to get on it, but. Um, let me. I think it's B, the the, the BD Joe answer. That would be A, but. Uh... Oh, sorry. B would yeah. be nice. Yolo. Uh, let's go with A. Final answer. Final. It's not. Oh man. It was B. Yolo. No, I'm I'm kidding. It's <laughs> it's C. <laughs> One O M. 1NOM155. So, I know Miss for Axel. Yes, yes. That's a nice reference. Yeah. Because in Sonic Colors, the, the, these things that I was playing earlier, like this one. In space, nobody can hear you scream. So, these are uh, some of the PA announcements uh, from Dr. Eggman in the game. Because it's oh. the game is, is set in a. Um, Intergalactic uh, amusement uh, amusement park. So oh, cool! Yeah, Man, I've heard so many great things about Sonic Colors. I gotta play that. I think the the PA announcements is is the the most funny part of the <clears throat> of the game. But yes, yeah, so that was C. I know Miss uh, Axel's uh, license plate. Question number five. My turn. Who is the main antagonist? In Kid Chameleon. Option A. <clears throat> Head of Metal. Option B. Metal Heady. Or option C. Heady Metal. That would be C. Heavy Metal. Are you sure? Yes. Is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yes, it's the <laughs> the correct one. Heavy metal. That's, that's uh, the the correct answer. So let me see. We have uh, yeah. two correct answers so far, right? Or is it three? Um, three. It's it's three. Right. It's yeah. We ha you mm. guessed the number two, number three, and number five. So three out yep. of five. Not bad. All right. Yeah, Donnie. You're up. Hi. 
<clears throat> Hi. Uh, <laughs> well, question number six. A sequel to the original Altered Beast was released in 2002 in North America <clears throat> and 2003 in Europe. For which system? Was it A, Game Boy Advance, B, GameCube, or C, PlayStation 2? Or, that if you be... really want to get technical, B, Ouya. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be A, the Game Boy Advance. Final answer? Yes. The man knows his stuff. Apparently. It, it, there should be a, a sound effect playing right now. Then. Okay. <laughs> ah. where's, that damn, where's that damn fourth chaos? Fourth <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so question number seven. <clears throat> In Sonic 2 for the Master System, mm. what is Sonic's main goal? Option A, to save Tails who was kidnapped. Option B, to prevent Dr. Robotnik to build Robotnik Land. Or option C, to collect as many, as many pigs as possible to cook a giant chili dog. <laughs> is this a reference to what I think it might be a reference to? Man, if sure. it was that last one, it would totally be a um, adaptation of the cartoon show that came on back in the day. But uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm going to go with A. He's got to save his tails, buddy. Mm. Not Robotnik Land? Not the Chili Dog? No, I'm afraid not. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, yeah. I have I have good news for you. You got the question right, but the bad news is you got an E rank in the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounded like an E rank. Okay. Um next one, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. After that, this one's interesting. Really Pun totally intended. Uh, random note. Uh, <laughs> question number eight. In the uh, Master System Game Gear version of Sonic 2, what happens if you finish the game without all Chaos Emeralds? A. Dr. Robotnik detonates a nuclear bomb on South Island. I can only imagine how many people want to see that. Uh, B. Sonic looks up at the night sky and sees Tails' silhouette, indicating he probably died. Uh, he got better. Uh, C. Silver Sonic is seen in, in the distance holding the remaining emeralds and laughing. Laughing. I would also be curious to see that as well. <clears throat> well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Um, I believe... I believe it's B. I believe it's... Uh, I believe he sees tails um, like in the stars. So tails died? Yeah, I think that's what they're like insinuating. <laughs> Yeah, final answer. Yay! <laughs> okay, so that's the, the correct answer, yes. Uh, controversial. <laughs> you didn't get all the Chaos Emeralds, Tails died. Too bad. That price you pay. <laughs> yeah. You suck as the best friend. <laughs> question, <laughs> question number nine. Um, Penguin Land is a Master System exclusive game released in 1985. Which of the following is not an enemy in the game? Donny Dries, 
Option A. <laughs> Option B, Camille's. Option C, Gengaus. Mm, so, wow. Option A, Donidris. Option B, Camille's. Option C, Gengaus. That's, that's I, a tough one because I, I don't remember <laughs> the actual names of the characters. I remember, I remember the enemies and what they look like. Um, like, you know, the polar bears and the. Yeah, uh, you know, I can't remember their their given names. Um, I'd say the, the Donny trees are are uh, handsome. The quite hairy though. The question is the question is, is what what character? What is not character in is not in the game? Let's go with A. Donny. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, yeah I, I think I want to try that one. Don 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 don. Uh, dun 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 dun. Donny. Yes, uh, not Donny trees. No, you have you haven't had any Donny trees in in your past. So yeah, yeah, for shame. But yeah, so that is the correct answer. <laughs> okay, final question, Donny. Yep, and the final question: In which Sega RPG does Alex Kidd make a special appearance? and talks about how Sega replaced him with Sonic. Is it A, Skies of Arcadia, B, Fancy Star Online 2, C, Sega Gaga, or D, Sonic Shorts Volume 8? Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex Kidd does show up and make fun of Sonic. So. Oh, yes, 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 in Sonic Shorts. That would be C, Sega Gaga. Final answer. Final answer. Damn you! Sound effect. <laughs> okay. Attention, damn <laughs> I'm clicking this and it won't play. So yay, yay! That's right. Uh, I think I think he did good. How many questions right? Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight out of ten. So yay! Um, right. Apparently, you can go on and do your YouTube video series on uh, <laughs> Sega have, uh, Classics. You have the Sega Lounge seal of approval. Okay, <laughs> so, good, good. I'm glad. Yeah. So, we. I really need to uh, ha get me some uh, applause sound effects for this computer because the, the closest thing I have is this. Yes. <laughs> or, no, no, hey, no. I'm I have, I have a new one. Hey, Wait man, a minute. I'm this Texas. is. I'm from Texas. That'll do. Yeah, oh, yeah. But this is even better. This is Takenobu Mitsuyoshi, the man that sings the Daytona songs and lots of the man behind the Shenmue soundtrack. So. Go Red Yeah. This is even better. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun uh, to have you on the Sega Lounge. Uh, before we go, though, we have uh, a tradition here on the Sega Lounge. Every week, we ask okay. the same final question to every guest. Okay. So, Donnie, do you like to? Would you like to do the honors? I uh, I may as well. And it's a very it's a, it's a simple one. Uh, if you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? 
I would add blast processing to ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and why? <laughs> Because that sounds like the greatest topping in the world. Sega, new Sega branded ice cream. Now with blast processing. <laughs> Best answer ever. <laughs> oh my yes. Uh, <laughs> ice cream with blast processing. Yes, that would be awesome. Actually, yes. Okay, so uh, <laughs> awesome, awesome. On What can note. I say? What can I say? Yeah. On that note, um, yeah. So uh, thanks, Tyler, for joining us on the Sega Lounge. Uh, it's been uh, fun. It's been great. What uh, would you like to say to people listening to us uh, right now? Well, uh, is there any final words? Sure. Uh, I'd just like to thank you guys for having me on uh, Radio Sega. It's really been a pleasure um, talking to you and just uh, taking a trip down memory lane. Um, I just would like to say to anybody listening, um, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening to me talk for um, over two hours. And, um, you know, check out our website. Uh, you know, it's uh, youtube.com slash the Sega channel or just... Uh, look it up on YouTube and check us out. Uh, I really hope, uh, since most of you listening are probably Sega fans, I uh, really hope that you like what we have to offer and just thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're on Twitter as well, right? Yes, you can follow uh, me on Twitter at the Sega channel. Also, Facebook. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. We have a page um, which is You probably guessed it, facebook.com, the Sega channel. Ah, I was thinking it was something else. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, you know, yeah. the, the YouTube <laughs> channel is actually different. The YouTube is Sega Mark III is our, uh, uh, our username. Yeah. Is, uh, mm -hmm. And that's because we originally started as the, the SegaMasterSystem.com mm -hmm. uh, YouTube channel. So uh, I couldn't change that. I couldn't have that changed. And, um, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. People, it's easier though. It's shorter, I think. Yeah. Or maybe not. Okay, so there's oh, that. You know Don't what? forget. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think I. So I basically, I said things wrong when I first talked about the channel's URL. It's not YouTube.com/slash/the-sega-channel. It's YouTube.com/slash/sega-mark-roman-numeral-3. Or you can do a search on YouTube for the Sega channel. You'll probably find us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Sega Mark I-I-I. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sega, yes. Sega Sega, I-I-I. I-I-I, yes. Uh, I, I think don't... I also just want to say that um, the Sega community um, of fans are so awesome. And uh, to all of you listening, you know, just keep supporting... Um, the love of this great company and uh, what they do support you know what they're continuing to do because I, I think these days they're really turning around and listening to fans and really wanting the fan perspective and um, really if you're an old school Sega gamer um, you know stick with them and uh, you know speak out and I think we'll eventually see Shenmue 3 someday <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> Yeah, I, th I think so. I think so. They're, they're listening. 
they may not be doing all that much with what they're listening to, but maybe they're working on stuff behind. Actually, the scenes. I heard they're I heard they're working on a new Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for the Wii U. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's they're trying to capitalize on his death too. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh well, my! Of course, of yes. course, I'm joking. Uh, Michael Jackson's Heaven Walker. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Bad Joker. I would play that game. I would play that game. <laughs> yeah. When he's trying to save all the little tr children. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh my. I, that, that, that's always my, my, my joke when, when it comes to Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. But anyway, yeah, so don't forget to go <laughs> and check out uh, the Sega channel on YouTube uh, and follow um, Tyler on Twitter and go check out SegaMasterSystem.com because it's an awesome website, yes, and we hope to have you on the show uh, sometime in the future. Who knows? Maybe. Hey, thanks, guys. Really yeah, so yeah, much. it would be nice. It would be nice. Now it's time to just uh, do our closing uh, remarks. It's the so-called after after hours segment of the show when we uh, talk about the upcoming shows on Radio Sega. Before we go, not much to talk about uh, because um, actually there is <laughs> uh, there's RSN Live coming in less than two hours time, I think, to Radio Sega. So don't forget to. Uh, stay tuned to RS for RSN Live with voice at, at midnight BST, uh, which is less than two hours, whatever time zone you're in right now, unless you're uh, recording this show on in Portugal, which means it's uh, past <laughs> 6 a.m. Uh, on f a Thursday. So uh, don't <laughs> uh, don't stay tuned for RSN Live because you'll have to wait for a long time now. Now. But yeah, after the Sega Lounge, RSN Live. Then uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. BST, uh, we have Rexy our coming sanity. back. What? What? I said coming up after the Sega Lounge will be our sanity. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, some sleep for me. Uh, maybe a couple of hours of sleep for me. Uh, Sega Mixer Drive is back tomorrow uh, with Rexy at 9 p.m. BST. So two hours of. Uh, Sega remixes, and I think tomorrow is a No C Remix free show. So, no OC remixes tomorrow on uh, Sega Mixer Drive, which should be interesting. Don't forget to tune in 9 pm BST. There's no late, late, late afternoon breakfast show this Saturday, but there's a Forever Sonic's Random Hour uh, at 10 pm BST on Saturday. So, don't forget to tune in for that. Of course, no uh, Radio Sega Top 40 countdown next Monday because uh, we're on a break. But the Cyber Razor Cut will be back with uh, episode 2 of season 2 next Wednesday at 8 pm BST. And of course, the Sega Lounge will be back next Thursday at 8 pm BST with uh, new guests uh, who we don't know uh, who they are yet, but we'll be announcing them shortly. Do. What? I think we do know. We do? I think uh, maybe we do, maybe we don't. I, it's it's late or it's early. I don't know. It's six a.m. So shut up, Donny. <laughs> don't don't judge me. I think we've entered another. It's so late and so early at yes. the same time that we've entered another dimension. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, yeah, okay. So we'll 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 <laughs> let you know um, closer to the date. But on the twenty fourth of July, we'll be back. Uh, before we actually make uh, take a break from the Sega Lounge, because I'll be on uh, holiday. So yeah, it will be the last yeah. show next week for a couple of weeks, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> the Sonic News Show. Will there be a Sonic News Show this week, Donny? Um, well, I was planning on doing a Sonic News Show last week, but then I discovered that A, the World Cup Finals were this Sunday, and the Finals of EVO yes. kind of happened. So, unfortunately, uh, there wasn't a show that happened then, because I figured, you know what, they may as well, I may as well let everyone have their fun with that. But, um, as for this week, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm hoping there might be a show, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know yet. Just go to sonicparadox.net and find out. Follow, follow uh, Donny at SSF1991 on Twitter. Woo! So, to know more about that. Yeah, you can also follow at Radio Sega on Twitter, or you can follow my personal account, which is not that big of a deal, not that interesting at DJLUIS underscore KC and, and on top of that my username is hard to say so DJLuis underscore KC if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, but uh, be sure to follow Radio Sega and like us on Facebook facebook.com forward slash Radio Sega yes, and we'll be back next week with more The Sega Lounge with more awesome guests like the awesome Tyler Esposito that uh, joined us uh, this week on the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We'll be closing the show with uh, a couple uh, more tracks that Tyler picked for us today. We'll be closing with something from Die Hard Arcade, also known as Dynamite Decca. We'll be playing High Rise to Hell. And then uh, the final track will be from Daytona USA, the Dreamcast version, Desert Grid race so everyone i've been kissy and i'm You've some been... dude with a uh, beer that uh doesn't even know what we're doing anymore guess so. <laughs> indeed and our guest was the awesome tyler esposito tyler thank you very much for joining us tonight it's You're been so welcome. a pleasure thanks for okay. having me yeah we'll be talking to you soon so everyone keep listening to radio sega we play the best sega music 24 7 keep it here and Take a listen to the final two tracks of the Sega Lounge. See you all next week. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Benley Jones, and you are listening to The Sega Lounge with Donnie and KC.
different guests, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Sega. 